Hello there, I am Natalia Mello, and you're listening to the English Habit School podcast. English and the Bible, information and transformation. Hi there, dear friends. I'm Mo Sena for the English Sabbath School podcast, lesson 12 for Tuesday. I said Tuesday, March 21st. Yes, yes, Camilla, you can say 21 as well. But in English, usually we use the ordinal number. So 21st, practice your ordinal numbers. Today's title, The New Jerusalem. Oh, what a glory that will be. Remember, the week, uh, this week we have this, the title, Rewards of Faithfulness. And I'm telling you, my friends, it's God's faithfulness, not our own, because we fail. We betray Him many times with our words, with our thoughts, but He is faithful. He's always true. The, let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, oh, so grateful we are for the opportunity to approach you, to approach your throne of grace with confidence that you hear us and you forgive our sins and you give us the power to resist temptation and to withstand our ground and to tell other people about your love and care. Help us to be sanctified so that we can enter the new Jerusalem. May we meet you there in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. The lesson starts. The biblical description of the New Jerusalem is what Abraham saw by faith. Hebrews 11.10 says, For he looked for a city which hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. The New Jerusalem is God's masterpiece, built for those who love him and keep his commandments. The New Jerusalem will be the home of God's faithful children in heaven during the millennium and afterward on the new earth for eternity. There is good news for those of us who don't like packing or moving. Oh, yes. And count me that in that group as well. I don't like packing and moving. I like being found in the new place. But the, the process of packing and moving is really tiresome and stressful for me. I'm like a cat. I get stressed. God takes care of everything. Amen. John says he saw the city. Revelation 21, 2, he said, he wrote, actually, then I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. Wow, amen. So we're invited to do what, my friends? To read the Bible. Open our Bibles. Come, move it, move it, move it. Open our Bibles to Revelation. Yes, Revelation chapter 21. A powerful chapter, powerful chapter, Revelation 21. Yes, just opening a parenthesis here while you're looking for your Bible verse. And I was thinking about uh, what um, the, the author to the Hebrews said that uh, for he, Abraham looked for a city which have foundations. Because Abraham lived all his life in tents right there was no foundation but he knew that one day he was going to be uh, going to a city and that city would be uh, unshakable it would be standing forever because it has foundations it is firmly grounded on god himself so what are some of the things that we are promised take a look there 
please bear in mind that the book of Revelation is full of uh, symbology. So it's just a glimpse of the wonderful joys and the wonderful blessings we're going to have really when we get to heaven. When we all get to heaven, what a day of rejoicing that will be. When we all see Jesus, we'll sing and shout the victory, victory. <laughs> so Revelation 21, yes, what can I do, my friends? I wake up singing, what can I do? Uh, Revelation 21, I'm going to be reading from the NIV, the New International Version, but please feel free to use any translation that you prefer. The subtitle is A New Heaven and a New Earth. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride, beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Look, God's dwelling place is now among the people, and He will dwell with them. They will be His people, and God Himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death, or mourning, or crying, or pain, for the old order of things has passed away. He who was seated on the throne said, I am making everything new. Then He said, Write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. He said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To the thirsty I will give water without cost from the spring of the water of life. Those who are victorious will inherit all this, and I will be their God, and they will be my children. But the cowardly, the unbelieving, the vile, the murderers, the sexually immoral, those who practice magic arts, the idolaters, and all liars, they will be consigned to the fiery lake of burning sulfur. This is the second death. The New Jerusalem, the Bride of God. One of the seven angels who had the seven bowls full of the seven last plagues came and said to me, Come, I will show you the bride, the wife of the Lamb. And he carried me away in the spirit of mountain, great and high, and showed me the holy city, Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God. It shone with the glory of God, and its brilliance was that like that of a very precious jewel, like a jasper, clear as crystal. It had a great high wall with twelve gates, and with twelve angels at the gates. On the gates were written the names of the twelve tribes of Israel. There were three gates on the east, three on the north, three on the south, and three on the west. The wall of the city had twelve foundations, and on them were the names of the twelve apostles of the Lamb. The angel who talked with me had a measuring rod of gold to measure the city, its gates and its walls. The city was laid out like a square, as long as it was wide. He measured the city with a rod and found it to be twelve thousand stadia in length, and as wide and high as it is long. The angel measured the wall using human measurement, and it was 144 cubits thick. The wall was made of jasper and the city of pure gold, as pure as glass. The foundations of the city walls are decorated with every kind of precious stone. The first foundation was jasper, the second sapphire, the third agate, the fourth emerald, the fifth onyx, the sixth ruby, the seventh chrysolite, the eighth beryl, 
the ninth topaz, the tenth turquoise, the eleventh jacinth, and the twelfth amethyst. It, the twelve gates were twelve pearls, each gate made of a single pearl. Imagine the oyster. <laughs> I couldn't help it, my friends. <laughs> Imagine the size of the oyster. The great street of the city was of gold, as pure as transparent glass. I did not see a temple in the city, because the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are its temple. The city does not need the sun or the moon to shine on it, for the glory of God gives it light, and the Lamb is its lamp. The nations will walk by its light, and the kings of the earth will bring their splendor into it. On no day will its gates ever be shut, for there will be no night there. The glory and honor of the nations will be brought into it. Nothing pure will ever enter it, nor will anyone who does what is shameful or deceitful, but only those whose names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Amen and Amen. So what are some of the things that we are promised? Isn't it amazing? Yes, lots of it is symbolic. We can, John couldn't understand exactly what he could see because he had no words to express. Why does, does that city need walls? And if it's, uh, it doesn't need protection, the gates will never close. So there is all a representation of the glories of what we shall have when we get there. Only when we get to heaven, we will really see it. And maybe we won't be able to understand it even there. What are some of the things that we are promised? That's the question. Meditate about it. Pause the audio if necessary. And the lesson continues. There's so much here that our minds can barely comprehend, damaged as they are by sin, and knowing, knowing only a fallen, sin-wrecked world. But what, can, what we can understand is so full of hope. First, Jesus, just as Jesus dwelt with us in this fallen world, when he came in the flesh, he will dwell with us in the new one. What a privilege it must have been for those who saw Jesus up close and personal. We will have that opportunity only now without the veil of sin distorting what we see. Then too, how do we, how do we who know only tears and sorrow and crying and pain understand one of the greatest promises in all the Bible? And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. Revelation 21 verse 4. All those former things will have passed away. Things that never should have been here to begin with. Also, flowing from the throne of God is the pure river of life. And on either side of the river is the tree of life. God's throne will be there and they shall see his face. Again, the redeemed will live with a closeness to God that, for the most part, we don't have now. Now read Revelation 21, 8 once again. So let us go there. Revelation 21, verse 8. No, Pastor Intel, it's not versicle. <laughs> it's verse. Revelation 21, verse 8. But this is a warning. Listen to it. But the cowardly, the unbelieving, the vile, the murderers, the sexually immoral, those who practice, practice magic arts, the idolaters, and all liars, they will be consigned to the fiery lake of burning sulfur. This is the second death. Question. This is the fate of those who will face the second death. Which sin of those depicted there could not have been forgiven by Jesus? Why then are these people lost when some who have done the same things are saved? 
What is the crucial difference between these two groups? What is the difference between those who are saved and those who are condemned? Because we are all sinners. I'll give you a clue. I'm just a sinner saved by grace. Yes, that's right. Think about it. Well, this was a little longer lesson, but beautiful with the hope of the new Jerusalem. Shall we pray? Oh, Father, when we read about what John saw, we get amazed at the imagination. and We cannot even fathom all the glory that we will have there. But we know for sure that the glory of God and the Lamb will flood the holy city with unfading light. And we, your redeemed, will walk in the glory of perpetual day, day, and there will be no need of the sun or the moon or the stars, because you will be there with us. Oh, glory of glories, help us to prepare for that day. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, my friends, this is Lesson 12, Lesson 12 for Tuesday, March 21st. For more information, please get in touch with us on Facebook or Instagram, Believes in Asp. Tell your friends about our podcast available on any podcast platform. Pretty please rate us with five stars so that more people may discover us. Thank you, my friends, for listening, for sharing, and for praying, not only with us, but for us. Let us meet together on the other side in the new Jerusalem, shall we?